Hello and welcome to Wake the F*** Up, a podcast about conscious living. I'm your host, Madison Palika, here to explore with you a holistic, healthy, and ethical way of life to help you gain awareness and self-empowerment. I hope to awaken humanity to the reality of the world as well as their own creative potential. Thank you so much for being here, and I love you. Hello, my friends. I'm coming to you live right now from Longboat Key, Florida. Before I start with this episode, I want to give a special thanks to all of my listeners. I've gotten really sweet messages from strangers thanking me for the podcast and the content that I'm creating both here and on Instagram. And I checked last night and my podcast actually is almost to 100 subscribers, which is nuts. You know, I just started this podcast toward the end of this summer. So maybe around June, July, August uh, timeframe of 2020. And now December, I don't know today's date. After Christmas, it's almost New Year's, you know, we're closing out the year of 2020 and I'm almost to 100 subscribers on my podcast. Like, that's pretty crazy. I made this whole thing totally on my own and I've just been flying by. None of these have been planned. I, you know, have never made a content plan. I don't really plan things out before I do an episode. I don't even really like spend time researching. I just will feel something in my heart and I go for it and I make the episode. So to hear that people are really resonating and and are appreciative of this content is really special to me. Um, and at the same time, as I am almost to 100 subscribers on my podcast, Wake the F Up, I am also almost to a thousand followers on Instagram. I... <laughs> You know, at least before I found Christ, I, it was like I was living in a perpetual identity crisis and I would just get to the point where I was so ashamed of who I was and I didn't want to be who I was, at least online anymore. So I have probably deleted and recreated an Instagram account like five to seven times because I would just get to the point where I was like, I don't want to be this anymore. I'm starting over and I would just delete it start a new account. So this account that I have right now at Madison Palika, it started maybe after I graduated from TCU. So that would be, t- uh, sorry, I get how much trouble with time. Um, that would be two marches ago, I think. So I've just had this Instagram account for maybe a little over a year. And you know, I don't, try to get shout outs. I don't really collaborate with people. Um, I don't do giveaways, like none of these things to try and grow my following. So the 1000 followers or near 1000 followers is all totally organic. And it just feels really, really good to be, you know, even these small steps I'm growing and I do get messages from people all the time thanking me for my content and for speaking up. Yeah, I just want to thank you guys because I couldn't be doing this without you and you keep me going because I know the information I share, it's interesting, it's out there and there are times when I look back at what I've been saying and I'm like, gosh, do I sound totally freaking nuts? Like, do people think I'm crazy? 
am I going to ruin my chances of friendships and relationships because people will listen to my content or look at my stuff and be like, whoa, like <laughs> this chick is out there. Um, and I feel that sometimes, but you guys, you keep subscribing and you keep following and you keep messaging me and I just seriously appreciate it so, so, so much. After I found Christ, I stopped working because it just wasn't really fitting in with these new beliefs that I was gaining. I have always been just wondering, like, what am I going to do to make money? Because I don't want to be a cog in the corporate wheel, you know? I don't want to be working for the matrix trying to get myself by while preaching about exiting the matrix, you know? So really the thing I'm the most passionate about is sharing this information, uh, like continually learning and digesting things and regurgitating it for people to understand in just like simple, easy ways. So yeah, this is what I want to keep doing. I'm currently doing everything that I do totally for free. I might set up a Venmo account, maybe a PayPal thing. I don't really know yet. I know that it's so annoying to ask for donations. So maybe I'll do something where like you can pay a monthly fee and get weekly newsletters, just like recapping everything that happened that week or whatever I'm learning. But yeah, anyways, I just am so excited that my following is growing because I do think that the information that I'm sharing and shining light on is some of the most important stuff you can be focusing on in these days. Um, because I do think that it's the end days. I do think it's the end of times and that people really need to prepare physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, so, with that said... Today's episode is the 20 things I learned in 2020. And this is the 20th episode, so we got a lot of 20s going on, feeling good about it. And like I said, I don't prepare before I record these, so I'm just going to go down this list of things that I wrote in my journal that, you know, the first things that came to my mind when I thought, oh, I should do this episode, 20 things from 2020. And I'm just going to go down the list in the order of the way that they popped up in my mind because I feel like, you know, there's something to that. I would rather go with the organic flow of thoughts and feelings than try to plan something out. So number one, the first thing that I learned in 2020 is that the government doesn't have your best interests in mind. This is one that I would have never believed until this year. Um, if it wasn't for coronavirus, I don't think I ever would have believed that. I was sort of in this mindset that the government was our savior and that we have all these problems and, you know, people can try to fix it, but really it's just got to be the government. And, you know, I trusted... Democrats, I loved all the social justice stuff. And then slowly as this year went on, I started to realize, wait a second, all these people that I loved and I trusted and I followed them, they're actually doing things that are really harming people. Biggest example I can think of is the lockdowns. You know, for this this virus that ended up having a 99% survival rate, they shut down everyone's businesses and livelihoods, sources of income, and people turned to 
drugs, alcohol, suicide, domestic abuse, shot up, domestic violence, um, child abuse, sexual abuse, uh, especially online predators towards children skyrocketed, uh, you know, trafficking increased, schools shut down so kids couldn't go report to the people that they trust, you know, outside of their families where there might be abuse. Teachers couldn't report because they weren't seeing their students and on and on and on. You know, I think that there's actually been more suicide deaths than there have COVID deaths. So this was one of my first <laughs> indicators out of a bajillion this year that number one, the government doesn't have your best interests in mind. Number two, guns are a tool. <laughs> this one cracks me up. I had a boyfriend this one time who was moving to like the butt F nowhere in Mississippi. And I mean, there was like crime there, you know? So he wanted to get a gun, he got his carry permit, and I just like thought he was so stupid and I was so against guns and I was just like pissed. I wanted it to be anti-guns because I was so upset about all these shootings. And then this year happened and, you know, learning about all the conspiracies going on, not conspiracy theories, conspiracies, learning about all this stuff. I was actually, I was living in my parents' house, like this big, beautiful house by myself because my parents were stuck in Florida on lockdown. And so I was just in Utah by myself, scared out of my freaking mind because you know, I was learning that these people I trusted were not to be trusted, and I was learning about trafficking, and I was scared for my safety. And it got to the point one night where I thought that I heard gunshots in my neighborhood. I still don't know what it was, could have been fireworks, but it sounded like rounds of gunfire. And I was so terrified, I found myself calling my dad and asking where his gun was. And I was thinking, I have no idea how to use this thing. Like, even if I needed to, I wouldn't know what I was doing. So from then on, I was like, okay, I think I understand why people have guns. And from then on, I actually took a course and got my concealed carry permit and I took a gun training class. So now I know how to shoot a gun and I actually am looking to get my own gun here in the near future. And along with this, you know, you have to pay attention to the things like Biden and Beto O'Rourke. Ah, freaking Beto. I used to love him. I lived in Texas, thought he was great. And now he, like, wants to be in charge of the gun buyback stuff. Like, literally taking people's guns from them. And then what? You can't protect yourself. Like, the reason we have guns, I know that it sounds so crazy. I thought my parents were insane for even insinuating this. But part of the reason people have guns is to protect themselves in case the government is trying to overreach. And that's totally happening right now. So get yourself a freaking gun. So number two, guns are a tool. Number three, the US is a corporation and we are the products. This is also a big one to swallow. You can look this up. I don't totally remember the details, but it's something like the United States in all caps is actually the name of a corporation. 
and United States with a capital and then lowercase, capital United, capital S states, that's not a corporation. Again, you can look this up and clear it up for yourselves. Um, I always recommend doing your own research more than just listening to people because when you see it for yourself, you tend to believe it more than if someone just tells you. But from my understanding is that I'm pretty sure when we're born, our birth certificates are pretty much signing us away to this corporation. So when the United States, you know, we broke away, started our own country, and there was all this slavery going on, we beat slavery, but we also went into debt. So we went back to where we came from and said, please buy us out or else we're not going to survive. So since then, we have pretty much been under the rule of royalty. Yeah, pretty much we belong to the queen. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how much you guys have looked into this. Please look more into it. But I am pretty sure that the queen and her whole family are literal vampires. They drink blood, they bathe in blood, look into adrenochrome, a lot of stuff going on there. But so... The U.S. is a corporation and we're the products. It's also similar to the way that social media works. You know, we're giving all of the, or given all of these free apps. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. They're free. It's such a good service. Well, why would somebody provide you something for free? It's because the product isn't what they're giving us. The product is us. They're tracking everything we do and compiling databases and information based on people and their personalities and their behavior, their likes, their dislikes, where they go, where they spend the most time, what their routine looks like. And they use all of that information to sell to people. So they're basically selling us to people who want to know how we work so that they can control us more by knowing what our behavior is so they can give us a product or knowing where we'll be so they know where to advertise or all of these different things. The matrix, matrix runs so deep, okay? So number three, US is a corporation, we're the products. Number four, human trafficking and satanic ritual abuse. Before this year, I don't think I ever even knew that human trafficking existed, honestly. It was never talked about. The thought of selling human beings was so out of this world, I didn't think it was even a possibility. Now I know that human trafficking is actually the most profitable industry that exists, you know, worth billions and billions of dollars. Kids are actually bred. There are breeding grounds for children underground. You can look this up as well. There are full-on underground cities. There is a whole world that exists underneath our feet that we have no idea about. Children are being bred there so that they don't have any birth certificates. There is no record of their existence. And then they can be killed more easily without having a record. If no one knew they were alive, no one cares that they're now dead. So this ties into the satanic ritual abuse, which... Yes, I'm sure you've heard the conspiracies about satanic elite. It's all true. There are people in schools, churches, hospitals, you know, everywhere that you could imagine. There are people who worship Satan and who 
use humans in ritual sacrifices. And again, this was something that was so out of this world that I was like, there's no way that this can possibly be true. But there is, you know, there's evidence. It's been going on for a long, long, long time. And it's actually talked about in the Bible. So in the Bible, it always talks about human sacrifice. God always says, do not do this. This is not how to worship God. The gods they're worshiping with human sacrifice and child sacrifice are false gods. They don't exist. They don't have any power. But that's still going on today. And I mention this over and over again. But for me, one of the best examples is Hillary Clinton's emails where she literally says, I, fingers crossed, I will be sacrificing a chicken in the backyard to Moloch tonight. Moloch is a Canaanite god in the Bible who is the god of child sacrifice. So along with her sacrificing a chicken, there are code words that people use, whether they're pedophiles or Satanists or both mixed together. Uh, you know, things like pizza, hot dog, chicken. These are code words for girls and boys and children. Yeah, there's a lot of this going on. It happens everywhere, probably people that you know, which is absolutely terrifying. But yeah, that was the fourth really big thing that 2020 taught me, is that human trafficking exists and satanic ritual abuse is a real thing going on, um, especially on holidays like solstices. I think you can look up on Google, there's actually a calendar that has all of the dates and all of the different types of rituals that they use, whether they're sexual or killings, um, you can find all of this information online. So that ties into number five, which is elite pedophile rings do exist. Easiest example, Jeffrey Epstein. Prolific pedophile, the whole world knows him. He did not kill himself. <laughs> I still feel like he's alive. People think he got murdered, but I feel like he probably got shuffled on out of there because that man ran a freaking underground empire, literally and metaphorically. But anyway, yeah, elite pedophile rings. Look into Anthony Weiner, Anthony Weiner's laptop, his connections with Huma Abedin and Hillary Clinton. Look up Maria Abramovich and Lady Gaga. You can look up Chrissy Teigen and John Legend and their tweets about pedophiles and children, toddlers and tiaras, pizza, which is a code word for little girls. You can also look up the FBI, official FBI document of pedophile symbols, and look up where these pedophile symbols are seen. Lucky for you, people like me have been doing the research and creating graphics that showcase these pedophile symbols that have been in different movies, in logos that we see and know and recognize, um, the symbols actually on the robe of uh, the Pope, you know, it's seen in the Vatican, it really is everywhere. And so that's number five, elite pedophile rings do exist. Look at Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs, the Clintons, movie stars, Kevin Spacey, I think Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, uh, Prince Harry, or Prince Andrew, one of the two, I don't know, one of the princes. <laughs> but yeah, so that's number five. Number six, 
<laughs> Republicans aren't homophobic white supremacists. Who knew? You know, I was brainwashed by the mainstream media. And I thought that Trump and all of his followers were evil and hateful, homophobic, they were bigots, they were racist, didn't care about the environment, this and this and this and this and this, and all the other bad things in the whole world. And that was really my belief, that all Republicans were just so stupid and they believed in a abusive, controlling God, and that religion and politics should be totally separate, and to bring religion into politics was so horrible. <laughs> I believed all of these things. And then this year happened and I saw that the Democratic governors in different states were actually killing people, sending COVID patients into the nursing homes with the people who were most at risk, shutting down the businesses, uh, censoring people, starting to strip people's freedom of speech, all these different things. And I started watching President Trump's coronavirus briefings and listening to what he had to say. And then I would see the headlines of like liberal media outlets and they would be totally twisting his words and making him sound evil. But I was like, wait, I listened to him. That's totally not what he said. And what he said made sense, but you're making him look like a demon. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have been under mind control. I thought I was woke, but that was literally just another trap of the matrix. Make you think you're woke and you know everything so that you go down the wrong path and think that you're on the right one. It's twisted, but yeah, I learned that Republicans aren't homophobic. They're not white supremacists. They actually are fighting for the social justice causes, which is so interesting because the Democrats love to play on the social justice they play on blacks being major victims and all these different things, which a lot of what they say is true. But the thing is, is that nobody looks at their actual actions and the things that they're promoting do not help the causes that they talk about. If anything, they make them worse. For example, Democrats are so pro-choice, you know, women's reproductive rights. We love black people, let's help black people. But you mix these two things together and then you see that Planned Parenthood is actually targeting black communities and then they kill millions more black babies than white babies, which ends up keeping the black population reduced. It's eugenics, it's genocide. They are literally capping the black population while getting the vote of the black population because they appeal to their emotions. And that's twisted. If anything, that is white supremacy. And Republicans are not about that. They're about pro-life. If all of these black neighborhoods hadn't been targeted by Planned Parenthood, imagine how many more black people there would be on this earth or in this country. Just, you know, chew on that for a little bit. So that's number six. Republicans aren't homophobic white supremacists. And going along with that is number seven. God is not controlling, abusive, or oppressive. This has a lot of deep ties for me. Um, growing up in the Mormon church, I thought that he was controlling, abusive, and oppressive. Um, I do think that the LDS church kind of, at least from me growing up, you know, I was really young. I didn't really understand this stuff that well. I never read the Book of Mormon. 
but I did grow up feeling a lot of shame and judgment and the pressure to be absolutely perfect. Um, I have in my diary from like middle school saying that there was, you know, I asked God for forgiveness, but I didn't feel like he forgave me and I could never possibly be good enough to get to heaven and all these different things. And so I grew up, I left the church and I kind of turned away from God because my, my church's version of God made me hate God. And so I didn't like him anymore. And I wanted nothing to do with him, nothing to do with church, nothing to do with the Bible, no Jesus Christ, none of that. So that kind of carried through my college experience, which again was indoctrinating me with more secularism, moral relativity, you know. And then again this year with coronavirus, learning about the human trafficking, seeing everything that was going on. And then I had my own kind of come to Jesus moment and I looked into the Bible, started listening to pastors and reading for myself. And I learned that God is literally love. He is all knowing, all loving. He created everything in this universe. This world is under Satan's dominion. I mean, yes, God's in control, but this world really is Satan's reign. And God gives rules and, you know, commandments and these arrows pointing us to the way that we need to live. You know, Jesus being the the goalpost, you know, the signpost, all arrows point to him of like, this is the way that you should try to live. Because the man was sinless and sin leads to death. So it's like things like sex outside of marriage. If people listen to that, you wouldn't need Planned Parenthood. You wouldn't need abortions. You wouldn't need to murder your children before they're born. And how funny is it also that the people deciding about abortion rights are already born. You could have not been born, you know? <laughs> but I, I see this all the time. I will listen to my family talk about people's lives and like what's going on and all this trouble people are going through, whether it's addictions or abuse or unwanted pregnancies or these poor children who are just growing up in such horrible environments and conditions. And you know, recently, every time I hear this, I just have to say, like, if people lived by the way the Bible recommends, they wouldn't be going through this. And that's kind of how I really started to see, like, God calls sin, sin for a reason. You're missing the mark. You're missing the point. You're leading yourself away from your connection to the source of life and toward death, you know, and it's STDs from sex outside of marriage, broken hearts, drug addictions, alcohol addictions, all of these different types of things that just kind of go hand in hand with not doing what you're supposed to be doing. But the thing is, is that nobody these days knows what you're supposed to be doing because people don't listen to the Bible and then there's no set standard. There's no moral standard for what you should be doing. And so now I look back on my old self saying like, religion and politics should be totally separate. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, not even religion, but the Bible, Christ, God. He was, he's the ultimate judge, the ultimate ruler. He's the king. He has rules for a reason. And America's laws and our systems and our judicial system and all these different things were created based off of the Bible. And the more we start moving away from that, the more problems we're seeing. You know, it's like a dad, a strict loving dad who sets down the rules of the household. And if you 
break the rules, you have to deal with your own consequences, and you get in trouble. Same way with God. He says, this is how you live to be happy. If you don't do that, you're going to experience some crap. And I'm going to be kind of pissed because I told you clearly not to do that. And I used to be like, oh, emotional abuse. It's not emotional abuse. It's called love and tough love. So number seven, God is not controlling, abusive, and oppressive. Number eight, the media is brainwashed and mind control. I already kind of went into that, but yeah, everything really is predictive programming, behavioral control. They literally control your perceptions of reality to make you believe certain things. And based off of those beliefs, you change your behavior. So if they can skew your perception to be like this and to not see all the rest of everything, then you're gonna keep going down that path when maybe this information would have set you this way or whatever it is, you know? So when they have all these people pigeonholed based off of movies, Disney movies especially, childhood, I wrote my book based off of magic. I thought it was like this beautiful synchronistic thing. Now looking back at it, I think it was childhood subconscious programming because every show you watch as a child it's all geared around like magic and superpowers and fairy tale fantasy lands. And you grow up still having a love for that in your heart. Like I know I did. I was so fascinated with magic. And that's the wrong path. The Bible says don't have anything to do with magic and witchcraft. But anyway, yeah, the media it controls you. It shifts and changes and molds your perceptions. And it's predictive, predictive programming. It totally desensitizes you to real things that are going on. So that if someone tries to bring up something important in real life, you can easily be like, <laughs> wasn't that the plot of I Am Legend? Or like some random movie? And you kind of dismiss it because it's like, oh yeah, I'm sure I Am Legend is going to happen in real life. Oh. I knew that... Marketing was manipulative. That's why I didn't follow my major from college, but I had no idea the depths that it goes. It's all of your Hollywood stars, pretty much, your politicians, your news. I had no idea it was as far as like journalists. I thought they were truth tellers. Not really the case. Um, even all these different channels, they're called programs and programming for a reason. Like it's literally right there in front of you. But also you have all these little channels who are controlled by like five main media groups and they're just pulling the strings. They're the puppet masters. So that was number eight. Number nine, our idols are not who we think they are. I know you love Taylor Swift. I know you love Katy Perry, but I'm telling you now they're Satanists and they are killing children and sacrificing them. They are practicing witchcraft. Um, Cardi B, horrible. Stop listening to these people. Tom Hanks, pedophile, major child trafficker. Uh, you know, I know that you love Woody from Toy Story and that you love Forrest Gump. And you know, I loved the Fred Rogers movie and then come to find out that Fred Rogers, like the best child influence, was played by Tom Hanks, a prolific pedophile and child trafficker. Like, the whole thing is so dark and twisted. I have totally unfollowed every person with a check mark <laughs> because they're they're not of God. They are literally of the devil and they are controlling you and bringing you down a path of 
literally no return. So don't listen to your idols. God says that too. You shouldn't have any idols. He's the one true and only God. Follow him. 10. Much of the world speaks in symbolism. You can look all this up for your own. Look into MK Ultra, Project Monarch, Butterfly Symbolism. Look into Serpent Symbolism. You know, a lot of it stems from the Bible. Clearly in the Bible, the serpent is the devil. You can find the serpent in the World Health Organization symbol. Uh, the Bible says that buy your pharmacia, where we got the word pharmacy, like medicine. Buy your pharmacia while all nations be deceived. That's what's happening now with COVID. You know, I don't think it's a coincidence that serpent is literally in the symbol for medicine and the World Health Organization who has been manipulating people for pretty much nearly an entire year now. Uh, so yeah, look into symbolism. Again, look at the FBI pedophile symbolism code. 11, there is great inversion. Basically, everything <laughs> uh, is the opposite of what they say they are, especially government organizations. For example, Ashton Kutcher and John McCain with their help for human trafficking. I think that's what their organization was. They're not actually helping kids. Another one is the Clintons working in Haiti after the earthquake. Sounds great, getting all these donations. Little do you know, they are literally taking full villages of children. They're not helping children. Same thing with the Clinton Save the Children organization. They're not helping children. They are traffickers. Uh, you can look up Frazzledrip or look into the video found of Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin on Anthony Weiner's laptop. He had a file uh, or a folder titled life insurance. A lot of what's going on here is blackmail of people doing horrible things. So when you see something that is promoting, you know, we're helping child trafficking. If it's a big, well-known thing, odds are they're probably doing the exact opposite. And that's their cover is to make them think like, how would they possibly be hurting children? Their whole organization is based on helping children. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's how they do it. <laughs> because you would never expect that they're doing the opposite of what they say they're doing. So much is inverted. 12. Satan exists. This was probably the most, like, mind-shattering realization of the whole year. Was that Satan, the devil, is totally real. You know, I... It was easier for me to believe that there was probably a god than it was for me to believe that there was a devil. But there totally is. You know, I believed that the Matrix was humans' fault and that we're just so lost and confused, which we are, you know, sin has contributed to a lot, but we're not smart enough to make this entire Matrix. Like throughout the years, everything has been building up along the way to get to the point where it's total world domination. And, you know, Satan works through people. That's why there are these satanic rituals where they get downloads and they receive information and they use it to know what to do. That's why they look at astrology and the planets and solstices and all these, like the Bible says, sorceries, magic. You're not supposed to use it because it's literally of the devil. Satan exists. People worship him. People sacrifice to him. 
and he has put a plan in motion here that, you know, as of this point, um, I believe that the snare that's talked about uh, in Revelations, I think that the snare is the pandemic because it it has deceived all nations of the whole world and every single person in the world is affected by it. And what it's doing is ushering in the Great Reset. Basically, the New World Order, Satan's reign, the rise of the Antichrist. So I don't know if this one is hard for you to understand, but if you would like to prove to yourself that Satan does exist, I highly recommend looking into testimonies of human trafficking and satanic ritual abuse survivors. Their stories, and especially the way that they're saved, from literal death and torture and abuse from their whole lives. So many of them are saved by Christ and that's where they find their healing. And they have these strongest testimonies, it's so beautiful. You can't have really one without the other. Once you find that Satan is real, you have to believe that God is real. And if you believe that God, at least the God of the Bible is real, you know Satan is real too. So 13, the matrix is his, not ours. In my book, Make Your Own Magic, I talk about a book called Ishmael that has uh, references to the Bible, which I didn't understand because I never read the Bible, <laughs> but it references the Bible. Basically, it talks about, you know, the story of the Bible and what it means for humanity, the stories of Cain and Abel, and it just talks about how Basically, humans have like exalted ourselves and that we're destroying the world and all of this different stuff. And reading this book made me hate humanity. But I was like, oh, this is such a good book. Like everyone needs to read this because we really need to figure shit out, you know? We need to stop what we're doing and make things better. Because I was in the business of bringing heaven to earth, you know? So this book was actually granted, <laughs> which I thought was cool at the time, but it was granted a $500,000 award by the founder of CNN. CNN. What have I been saying about media mind control? Yeah, this whole book made me think that the Matrix was humans' fault, but it's not. There's absolutely no way that humans could have done this on our own. The Matrix is the work of Satan and his army of darkness. Humans, I do believe, are inherently good, um, which is why People think that the child trafficking and the satanic abuse is conspiracy theories because you don't think that humans are capable of this. But there are people who worship the devil and the devil is the one who asks of these things. So the matrix is his, not ours. 14. There is an evil plan to dominate the world. I remember when I was in middle school, I used to watch YouTube videos about the Illuminati and I looked at all the symbolism. I would watch Beyonce do the triangle. I would watch everyone cover their eyes and I thought it was so interesting and scary, but I also just thought it was kind of nothing. Now I know that all of this stuff, again, is talked about in the freaking Bible. Like it literally talks about what's happening now. It's prophesied. Prophesied? Prophesied. But there is an evil plan to dominate the world and Satan plans on ruling the world and pretty much dubbing himself king. He wants to be God, but he doesn't do it through free will. He does it through control and force. So I think that's why we're gonna see a police state unravel around the entire world where it's worldwide communism. 
So just be on the lookout for that. There is an evil plan to dominate the world. Please read Revelations, read Daniel. Number 15, it was talked about in scriptures. Number 16, the Bible is true. Number 17, Jesus is real and he is the truth. I have been a truth seeker for years now. Everything led me to Jesus. Jesus is the truth. He says he's the truth. He says he is the way. He says he is the life. Jesus was God incarnate. Incarnated? Incarnate? I don't freaking know. Jesus was God. And he says, follow me or you will not get to the Father. You will not have eternal life. Let that sink in. And please read John. It's great. It talks all about Jesus. It's like the most close personal account of Jesus that there is. It's beautiful. You start to really understand why Jesus is the way. I highly recommend it. You, you can bear your testimony so much. I've been talking about Jesus so much, but there's nothing like going to the actual source and praying also. Pray. Pray to know Jesus. Um, my uncle prayed for me and I had a Jesus moment, so I know that prayer works because I didn't think I could ever get to this point. But that was big. Learning that Jesus is true and not, not that he's like an ascended master or that he studied in India and became... A, a guru and a Buddhist Hindu or whatever. But you can look in, uh, I think it's like Indian scripture, like old texts that also prophesy the coming of Jesus and being born to a virgin and being sinless. The Bible isn't the only thing that talks about Jesus. Um, but these days, people like to put their own spin on Jesus. Things like A Course in Miracles or people channeling Jesus. It's not real. It's demonic. They might think it's real or they might know that it's fake. Either way, it's demonic. And there are false spirits that mislead people. Jesus is the truth. Look for him. 18. End times prophecies are being fulfilled. Please freaking listen to Brother Dude Marty. Watch his YouTube channel. His videos are absolutely stunning. The visuals are great. He is so good at explaining and bringing such clarity to things. Please listen to him. You know, I don't think that there's ever been a time more serious. Every day we're getting closer to the end of time and the signs signaling that this is the end times, they're everywhere. Um, so if you don't really understand what end times means, Please look into Brother Dude Marty, look into Revelations, find people that explain it. Um, I've been recommended to look at Derek Prince. I haven't necessarily listened to a lot of his stuff because, I don't know, I just haven't. But these are all great resources. So please look into End Time Prophecy and people's explanations of how they're being fulfilled right now. Number 19. Socialism and communism suck. <laughs> I don't think I even really knew what socialism and communism were. I knew that China was communist and I know that, or I knew that they like really, really controlled their people to the point of even like attempting to control what they think. Like you're not allowed to think against what they want you to. But also from school, I was constantly learning about how bad capitalism is and people were promoting democratic socialism. Uh, one of my professors actually, and another student, said they're communists. They were like, shh, don't tell, 
but yeah, we're totally communist. Like what? You want everyone to be controlled? Like I understand that people want equality, but by force is not the way to go about it. That's slavery. It's slavery to take what people earned for themselves and distribute it among others. It's slavery to not be able to have freedom of speech and to be able to go against a narrative. And when I was looking into all of this Satanist stuff, I found a book online that kind of explained their philosophy. Um, and it was saying that Satanists actually believe that the end of the world will come in a war with communism. So very, very interesting that what I've learned this year is that socialism is basically just the gateway to communism. All socialist countries have gone to shiz. Um, I'm trying not to swear as much. They've gone to crap. And also, it's just a really easy way to implement control. So Biden and Kamala, they talk about maybe socialism or democratic socialism, or maybe they don't even say socialism, but it's what they're promoting. It all leads to communism. And there's a reason that they are so tight with China. And a lot of people in politics are tight with China. Look up Eric Swalwell, who was banging Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. It's all sketch. So socialism and communism suck. Don't fall for it. Democratic socialism isn't the answer. And number 20, Trump isn't an evil Cheeto like I thought. Um, in the Bible, it talks about Daniel, and he had these dreams concerning the end of times. In this dream, he saw four beasts. The first beast, first, was like a lion, which, where we came from before we were America, symbolized by the lion. Where we went, symbolized by the eagle. Daniel's dream says, looks like a lion with the wings of an eagle. So it's kind of showing the two different symbols in once. Showing, you know, what Brother Dude Marty explains to be America. This beast, this thing with great power. America has great power. And in the end days, its wings start to get plucked off. What are we seeing in politics right now? You know, we've got left wing, right wing. Doesn't really seem to matter what anyone's saying because turns out that everyone on both sides are traitors. And again, in bed with China. Literally, some people are in bed banging people who are spies for China. But we're also losing our freedoms. You know, our wings are getting plucked off. And it says that it's reduced to a single man and given the mind of a man. And if you're paying attention, you can see that America is literally hinging on the power of one man to stay in office. The man who has been draining the swamp, calling out the pedophiles, calling out the fake news. No one knew about fake news until Donald Trump. Like, that's just a fact. He called out fake news. I don't think anyone really understood until he started pointing things out. The future of this country is literally hinging on the Cheeto. So back to the media brainwashing people. Um, I just find it interesting that I hated Donald Trump because of what I saw on Snapchat and Twitter and all the news, but as I've learned this year, Donald Trump is actually in the fight against human trafficking. He's talked about tra trafficking more than any other president and has made more arrests than any other president. You know, if we're talking about elite pedophile rings and satanic abuse at very, very high levels, why do you think 
that the media would hate Donald Trump so badly? Why do you think they'd be trying to get him out of office so much? Now, when I see people hating on Donald Trump, especially if they're in politics and understand what's going on, which I hated him because I didn't understand anything, but if there's journalists and politicians who are in the know and they still hate Trump, I can pretty much guarantee that they're probably implicated somehow and they don't want to go to jail or get in trouble or they're being blackmailed. So those are my 20 things that I learned. I actually have 26 that I wrote down, so you're going to get a bonus six things. And I will go through these quick because this is getting to be a long podcast. But number 21 was that New Age is satanic false light and deception. Um, I used to love New Age. I know now that it is sorcery and witchcraft. And honestly, when I had my come to Jesus moment, Everything that I was doing in New Age, like affirmations, meditation, subconscious reprogramming, reading self-help books, tarot, crystals, going to mediums, um, you know, all these different things, I realized how heavy it was. And I also realized how self-centered it is. You know, we all call it spirituality, but really it's how do I get more material things and live a more material life when the Bible says, hate your life love God. So all those things started to feel really heavy and I started to realize that manifesting and all this stuff is just trying to manipulate your life and really having no trust that there is a greater power and a grander design for your life. And I know now I don't know crap for myself. I don't know what's best for me. Only God does. So 22, Hollywood and the CIA go hand in hand. Like I said, predictive programming, subconscious programming, look into look into Hollywood and Disney and how many of their actors are actually part of the CIA. You can also look into music artists. I know that the LSD acid trip 60s and rock and roll, that was a lot of the CIA. So look into that, see what you find. 23, God's rules are for us and judgment is necessary. Already kind of went over that. 24, working out rocks. I used to hate the gym. I thought people who liked working out were so stupid, but I started working out this year and it feels really nice and I'm really confident now and I feel strong and powerful, so you should probably do that. 25, humans are being easily manipulated like cattle. We are literally being guided and herded so we can go get slaughtered. And I'm just trying to wake people up to that. And 26, only Jesus can save you. I love him so much. Love him by giving him your obedience. Love other people. I had somebody message me today that said she was a Christian all growing up and recently she became infatuated with New Age, uh, with tarot and crystals and manifesting, which seems so cool, you know, but she was saying that she noticed she was eventually juggling God versus New Age. And she said that by looking at my stuff, she realized you gotta let the new age stuff go. Um, I don't remember what my point of that was. <laughs> but only Jesus can save you. Um, like I said, he is the truth. He spoke the truth. The Bible has the truth in it. If you hate the matrix, if you're trying to get out of the matrix, if you're trying to learn about the truth behind the world and humanity, you're gonna find your answers there. Oh, 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 I remember what I was gonna say. She told me something that 
really stuck with me, which I thought was cool, which in new age, it's so self-centered and the number one person is you. And then you can kind of help other people, you know, but according to the Bible and to God, number one is God and Jesus. Number two is others. Number three is yourself. So if you're actually living the way that God intended, it's not for yourself. You're actually the last in line, which goes against everything that New Age teaches you about spirituality. So those are my 20 plus six things that I learned in 2020. I hope that you do your own research on these things. Yeah, go ahead, go to my Instagram at Madison Palika. That's M A D I S O N P A L I C A. Go there, comment on any of my recent posts that you listened to this, and tell me what you resonated with, what you learned that was new, or if any of these things are things that you also learned in 2020. And I encourage you to go back and look over your year because I know that it's hard to look at this year with a good perspective and actually see the good things in it. So doing this really helped me understand that this year was a year of growth and of learning new things and of being set on the right path. So do it for yourself. Uh, Post on Instagram the 20 things that you learned in 2020 and tag me. Uh, I would love to see if we have anything similar or just kind of what your journey is looking like. So yeah, thank you for listening. And here is to a sure to be crazy 2021, but here's to knowing the truth and continuing to fight for the truth. All right. Love you guys. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you absolutely loved it and that you got some really good things out of it to apply in your own life. If you want to hear more, I'm really active on Instagram. My username is Madison Palika. I'm also on YouTube and Facebook, both under Madison Palika. So hit me up there. I would love to schedule a mentoring session with you or talk to you about course options. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Again, I love you. Thanks so much and have the best day ever.